Wave hello to the future. Wave, 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 wave hello. Welcome to the St. Kennard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Stan Lund, and with me once again is... Tiffany Silverbron. Welcome back, Tiff. Great to be back. So, how's uh, life been treating you? Uh, pretty good. I got a, a new fish. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. What a kind beta of fish? fish. Ah, a beta. beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotta keep those uh the males and females of that species separated, don't you? Yeah, we just got one. <laughs> yeah. What'd you I name it? Castle. Castle? Mm-hmm. As in Frank Castle, the Marvel oh, no, character, or no, we we just have a castle for him. The girls named the fish and they named him Pete Jr. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay, still kind of Disney themed. <laughs> Oh, yeah. anything else uh, new? Not really. Not much. <laughs> no. We got some new stuff uh, for Darkwing this week, though, didn't we? Yep. Yep. Loungefly released a Negaduck mini backpack and wallet set. I believe the backpack is $95 and the wallet is 40 Though, If you buy both of them together, I guess it's only like 120 I wish I could have gotten one of those, but way too expensive, even if I had the money to spend, which I unfortunately didn't. But hey, Loungefly, if you're listening, uh, I'd love a Negaduck backpack, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> yeah, I want the wallet. I have the Darkwing backpack, so I just I, want the I couldn't even wallet. get that. I, I just can't afford stuff that's quite that expensive, even though Will would have you believe I'm the most rich guy on the planet. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty pricey. Yeah. Well, luckily, uh, though, they have they make really good quality stuff, though. So. Oh, I imagine so. You know, yeah. with, with all the brands, you know, you'd have to expect it'd be good quality stuff. Yeah. A uh, lot of cool summer movies coming out. And yeah, the, we're uh, gonna see um, the, we're gonna see the Little Mermaid remake. Cool. Yeah, I'll be yeah. going to the theater to see the uh, new Spider-Verse movie in a couple weeks, and towards the end of June, I'll go to see the new uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely excited about both of those. Uh, but we are here to talk about comics, specifically Dynamite Darkwing Duck, and since this is your first full uh, review of the Dynamite series, I thought it might be a good idea for for you to give your thoughts on the Dynamite comics as a whole, you know, starting with issue one and working our way forward. Yeah, I did um, a little review on one in a previous episode. Um, When I read the first one, I was a little bit worried because of, um, I don't know, it seems like, uh, I don't know, the the, um, Boom comics and the Joe books, it seems like, you know, they were still able to be read by kids, but kind of geared more towards adults or something. And that first issue of this new series, it seemed like a straight up kids comic. Yeah. And um, and then a lot of the artwork, it was like super on model and it, I just didn't really see like a style 
there. Yeah, it was a lot of it was stolen from other places. Like you could pick out shots that were reference sheets or plucked straight from certain episodes. Yeah, so I was a little bit worried with that first issue. Um, Second issue, I thought it got a lot better, like art wise, for sure. Um, It was awesome to see Quacker Jack. Um, I think it was a little confusing. I don't know why, but him talking through Mr. Banana Brain. Yeah. A little, like, hard to tell that that's what was happening. Ah. I can see that being, like, a really difficult thing, though, to convey in a comic book. (laughs) Right. Um, but yeah, I thought definitely, like, the art got way better by the second one. Um, I liked it. <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, huh? I said, yeah. And then three is, uh, the Bushroot one, right? Uh, three was the big Morgana one. Bushroot oh. kind of was teased towards the end of it, but he didn't really show oh. up till the fourth one. Yeah, the Morgana one. That one was obviously, I'm going to be happy when there's, a Morgana story. <laughs> yeah. You got Malaculo, which is cool, too. Oh, yeah, um, since we never really got to see much more of him after the show. Though, yeah. according to uh, Aaron Sparrow, they had wanted to bring him back in their comics as well. Yeah. Um, and then I like that they brought back the whole, um, the breakfast, uh, what do you call it? Train... I don't know what you call that from Darkly Dawn's the Duck. Yeah, the the breakfast uh, training course. Yeah. Stay sharp, stay fit, stay fed. Yep, but it's in his house now and not in the tower. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And yeah, it was, I think it was me and Mike talking about that before, just the idea of Morgana being domestic. So that was cool to like see that in a comic. Yeah. Yeah, so that one was pretty good, too. Again, the art keeps getting, like, better style-wise. Um, four, that's the Bushroot one? Yep, that's the Bushroot one. Yeah, uh, I thought that one was pretty cool. You don't really see much of Bushroot's personality in it, though, which I wish you could see a little bit more of. Yeah. Um, they didn't quite get him as correct as I would have liked. Yeah. Um, I like that they brought back the pudding spell. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that one was pretty good, too. Got more molecular. Um, yep. You know, and by that point, I think the reliance on any sort of previous reference materials more or less gone you know I'm pretty sure by issue four Carlo Loro had really developed his own style for Darkwing which really shines through you know going forward yeah definitely it's it's really cool to see throughout the issues it's like a lot of the problems with the early issues have slowly but surely been getting fixed. You know, that was one. The over-reliance on weird sound effects was another one. Like the first issue was so hard to read from them. And <laughs> they've gotten to where 
there's still some of them in the issue, but it's so much less. Like the issue we're going to talk about today has like four of them that I would consider to be bad. Yeah, and it's definitely like with the first issue, I was worried that they were all going to be little short one-shot stories, and it's clear that they're going somewhere with what they're doing by this fourth yeah. issue. That's you mean cool. by the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any other uh, thoughts on the Dynamite series so far as a whole, or is that pretty much everything you wanted to say on them? Um, That's pretty much it. I mean, it. I, I still think I prefer the the boom <laughs> and the joe books for sure but um yeah yeah it's not it's not bad at all yeah this series has started uh getting better you know and as you'll as our listeners will come to find out by the end of this review uh things are really going in a good direction yeah <laughs> so should we uh jump on into this review yep so for today, we are reviewing issue five of Dynamite's Darkwing Duck. Still no titles, as far as I can tell. You know, that that is one thing I still have kind of a gripe on. The, you know, I, I feel like every issue should have is either its own standalone title or like an arc title. Yeah. You know, but that's a small nitpick. So how do we begin this one, Tiff? So we see an extreme close-up of Darkwing's face, and he's getting stepped on, and um, you see that he's being massaged by a very aggressive masseuse (laughs) with launch pad. Yep. And he says, totally relaxed. Ah. (laughs) And... um, and then they offer I love that LP's uh, eating, eating the cucumber they put on his eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Non-embarrassing then... help is so hard to find. <laughs> then we see a woman walk up and she's offering him some nourishing organic good water from the nourishing organic good spa. And yep. uh, <laughs> he squeezes it and you see basically ice cubes coming out of the bottle and it's freezing cold yeah yes we keep it below freezing the cold is good for the health it is reinvigorating (laughs) yep and now the masseuse goes back to massage a frozen dark wing and he basically cracks and shatters into a bunch of ice cubes on the table (laughs) yep though his head's still there yes rejuvenating seems to have taken me back to a molecular level Always with the whining. <laughs> yeah, but LP comments on how the nor- the Nourishing Organic Good brand is all over the place. There's a Nourishing Organic Good supermarket, a Nourishing Organic Good coffee shop. Apparently, even saw them selling stationery. How is stationery organic? <laughs> um, yeah, then we get... Uh... Oh, wait. Oh, wait, and then... Wait, what is it? Uh, uh, so, so then, uh, oh, you know, GW says it's just branding. Yeah. And then um, we see a reveal that Darkwing is in his summer, his summer costume from Dry Hard, which I love. 
<laughs> yeah. But he says that legends don't need to advertise. Besides, my proposal for Darkwing Duck's school for getting dangerous was rejected. People really coddle kids these days. That reminds me of a Zoolander. <laughs> yeah. For the Derek Zoolander school for kids that can't read good. <laughs> ah. Maybe it's a reference to that. So LP asks uh, who gave them the spa day, and DW says, Oh, just one of my fateful fans who fawn festively at the feet of the fearless fowl who frightens fiends with flair. So, a secret admirer? <laughs> yeah, the alliteration is back. Yeah. Yay! That's awesome. <laughs> so, DW and LP end up heading to the pool. And LP's asking him who owns the place. And DW responds with, when one is given what he deserves, it's best not to ask any questions. Hey, uh, doesn't that statue look familiar there, DW? That is technically a question. <laughs> what is the statue, Tiff? It is the concrete liquidator statue from the end of Dry Hard. Yep. DW chalks it up just to be a uh, reference to his uh, famous deeds. But then a voice comes from it. Normal no. spa swims got you down. Feel a rumbling for a little something more? Try a refreshing new way to rejuvenate. Flush the old you down the drain and start over with the liquidator. Yeah, and he busts through We the got statue. liquidator, folks, and he sounds perfect. Yes, definitely. Yeah, they <laughs> really nailed his his speech patterns in this. Like Bravo. That and was one of the that... biggest things I was worried about. Yeah, and I know that writers complain about liquidator dialogue. <laughs> so Yeah. That's awesome so, that they got it right. Yep. So Liquidator is now starting to work our heroes over. This was supposed to be a relaxing spa day, not a total body workout. But DW, uh, he uses a towel to wrap around a uh, lady statue and pull himself out. Please don't tell Morgana. So <laughs> what DW bring with him that will help him in this situation? His handy-dandy homemade x-ray vision scope. Which kind of resembles a gas gun, but without the handle and with like a couple extra scope pieces on it. Yeah, I mean, if it was in the 90s, it would be like a total merchandising gimmick. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Unfortunately, those uh, x-ray specs bring us to our Pirate Steven cameo who is masseusing Herb Muddlefoot. <laughs> oh, pardon me, Herb. Not that you can see me, but I can't unsee that. <laughs> but and what is uh, DW looking for? He sees the subatomic freezer. Yep. And then you see Launchpad, and he's definitely struggling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we get a uh, let's get dangerous here as DW uh, uses a impromptu surfboard 
and we yep. get some more wonderful liquidator dialogue. Do you want to handle this one? Sure. Are you feeling a bit lost at sea? Allow me to introduce you to the wave of the future. And if you don't want to get caught looking all washed up, get one of these handy-dandy liquidator surfboards guaranteed to float your boat with, unbe with the unbelievably low price of $10,000 available in five easy payments. Five, five, five easy payments. <laughs> <laughs> it's my worst fear. Anthropomorphic surfboards. And yes, okay. in addition to Liquidator, <laughs> we've got the return of the anthropomorphic uh, Liquidator cheer squad, I guess we'll call them, for lack yeah. of a better word. The, the dancing Similar girl. Similar to the lobster women. Or yeah, the water I love that. Models. I love that Launchpad that is freaked out by the dancing girls' different outfits. <laughs> yeah. Surf, 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 surf away. <laughs> Yikes, and that's DW, creepy. Yeah. And DW does surf, 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 surf away into the freezer, riding on a wave that Liquidator has created. And we mm -hmm. get some more pretty good uh, Liquidator dialogue. Wave hello to the future. Wave, 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 wave hello. <laughs> but Darkwing tells him it's time to chill out. And with a an Atomic Slam, he closes liquidator into the atomic the subatomic freezer yep <laughs> and liquidator says a little chill isn't going to slow me down luckily for darkwing and launchpad the subatomic freezer isn't a little chill yeah and we see the the dancing girls freezing the surfboard the surfboard yeah <laughs> which does Beg a question. Like, I know Liquidator's just going to turn into solid ice, and something else in there will turn into solid ice, but the dancing girl, did Darkwing <laughs> just murder a couple people? Because <laughs> it seems to me like he might have just murdered a couple people. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, anyway, though, once again, Darkwing Duck has heroically frozen crime in its tracks. And Launchpad remarks that it was easy. Too easy. Yeah. So then we see um, Liquidator. He's starting to frost a little bit. And he says, abominable minions. Now inconvenient plastic packaging. And you see the little water goblins all pouring out of the bottles. And almost instantly themselves freezing. So mm -hmm. Liquidator exclaims, looks like we are going out of business, but we'll be back and better than, and at that point, he finishes freezing solid. Yep. And Launchpad asks if, if Darkwing's worried that he's going to escape, and DW says, not unless the power goes out, but right now I have a bigger villain to deal with. So. Yep. We, we cut to outside, and the signs are all around Darkwing, aren't they? Yep. You got the Nourishing Good, um, or Nourishing Organic Good Market, the Nourishing Organic Good TV, hotel, hair salon, gym. Taxi. Yep. Yeah. So there's signs all around, and Darkwing says he's missing something, something bigger than Liquidator. He usually uses his own brand, and Darkwing's never heard of this one before. And LP asks if he's working with someone. DW says, I think he's working for someone. 
And I love this bit here. LP says, but Ezekiel's almost as big as yours is, DW. How dare you? No one has ever had an ego as big as mine. <laughs> you said it, DW. <laughs> so they get into the Thunderquack to see if they can track down the villain. And Darkwing uh, gets a phone call, doesn't he? Yep. And it is Goslin, but on Honker's phone. <laughs> yep. Goslin, and- what are you doing on Honker's phone? Well, how else would I get a hold of you since you won't give me my own phone? Yeah, I'm expecting something to happen with that later on. <laughs> Probably. It does keep coming up. And we yeah. get half of Goslin's catchphrase finally. Only half of it, though. Because Darkwing says he's got a mystery on his hands. And Goslin says, oh, Keen, may I come help? So we got yeah. half of a King Gear, but not a whole King Gear yet. Maybe in the next issue. Yeah. But so, Darkwing Darkwing says that Goslin's gonna stay at school where, where she's safe now that mm-hmm. Bushroot is safely behind hedge trimmers. And I yeah. I have to say I love the little uh asterisks saying, Oh, look back to this issue for that. You know, yep. it feels very Marvel comics. That's what I was gonna say. It's very Marvel. <laughs> so what event is going on at the school right now? So they're having a, an assembly, a stupid assembly, about changing the school's name. <laughs> Finally going to name it Darkwing Duck Elementary, huh? <laughs> Who the heck is George Quackington anyway? <laughs> I'm assuming that's uh, the Duck versus version of George Washington. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, she, she reveals that they're changing it to the Nourishing Organic Good Elementary School. <laughs> yep. And they're getting some random new principal. Apparently, uh, they're getting rid of principal. Is it Flossy or Flossy? I am not sure. Like, I know she appeared in an episode, but I don't remember how her name was pronounced. But yeah. apparently, they're getting rid of her. They didn't even give her a choice. Mm-hmm. Boy, that nourishing organic good brand sure is taking over St. Canard. So yep. apparently Gazan doesn't think she'd miss anything important, but DW says that she's going to stay there where it's safe. So what does Gazan decide to do? She says, fine, I'll just stage a walkout in support of Principal Flossie. Wait, don't stage a... <laughs> but Darkwing, uh, he, he says something which finally makes it all click. Gazan staging a walkout. This is no good. No good good no good no good it all makes sense now yep Yep. n-o good yep nourishing Nourishing organic good good. yep and uh, i will say it was pretty clever writing because even knowing who the villain was in this i didn't even put that together yeah me either (laughs) you know nor did our uh, friend jordan ferber so apparently they're so now DW and Launchpad are heading to the school. They're still in the Thunderquack. So we yep. transition to the school where Goslin and Honker and a few other students, including one who is dressed suspiciously like Max Goof, are <laughs> yeah. uh, doing their strike. And he's just holding a sign that says, Stop. <laughs> yeah. 
this strike is serious, right, honker? I don't know. <laughs> New principal Dr. No Good did say we can have all the candy we want from the vending machines. Why didn't you say so? Long live principal Dr. No Good. <laughs> Typical kid response. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so apparently their new principal is Dr. No Good. Yeah. And you so, see um you see them in a candy food coma after eating like half of the vending machine supply. I'd say that's more like uh, over three quarters because those <laughs> things were full and they are almost empty now. Yeah. So we see our uh, villain, Dr. No Good and Shadow saying, excellent, eat up children, and then we'll have our assembly. And a couple uh, henchmen are escorting the former principal out, one of whom apparently has been uh, based on the handsome Squidward uh, face. <laughs> Yep. Then we cut to the assembly where we see Dr. No Good. And he says, Ahem, there are going to be a few changes around. And then they get interrupted by the thunderquack crashing into the um, building. Uh, yep. And we do get an entrance here. I am the terror who flaps in the night. I am gym class on the day you forgot to wear deodorant. I am Darkwing Duck. And I thought you vanished. <laughs> and uh, he says, rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated. Which is similar to the Mark Twain quote, but it's also the title of a pop punk band song um, by Rise Against. Yeah. We should also mention that as Darkwing's doing his entrance, he also throws a dodgeball at Dr. No Good and hits him in the chest with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Dr. No Good's apparently got himself a bit of an army, doesn't he? Yep. You see, like, white kind of uh, zombified eyes of all the children. Which so... are also glowing red around the outlines. Yep. And they're all throwing dodgeballs at Darkwing. Yep. Way to dodge, DW. I was the dodgeball champion of 19... Uh, <coughs> years aren't important. Yeah, again, I love that kinda... they're keeping that stuff ambiguous. Like, he's yeah. not saying the date. And when he said he was... I think it was the last issue. He said he was 35-ish. <laughs> yeah. So apparently uh, what is important is figuring out why the kids are attacking him, which Dr. No Good reveals is nourishing organic good candy, guaranteed to satisfy your sweet tooth and control your mind. Yep. <laughs> so what happens next? So uh, he mentions, Meg he asked if he um, asked Megavolt this. And we get another C, Darkwing number one. And um, he says, oh, I did. He inspired the plan. Um, and Liquidator helped me pull off the marketing. You see, I'm getting the evil band back together, which. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So Darkwing thinks that it was foul. That ball mm -hmm. was completely in bounds. No, not foul like ball. Foul like Gosselin? 
fiendish organization for world larceny has a ring to it. Maybe I'll join. And we see honkers there as well. Yeah. Very, very evil looking honker, actually. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> like, crazy. Like, don't get me wrong. All of the kids, you know, they're being controlled, look a little sinister, but honker especially so. Mm-hmm. So Dark Queen says, but guys, you can't go against me. And she says, I can, and I'll anticipate your every move. And she hits him right in the face with a dodgeball. Yeah, it's a pretty oh, yeah? there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah? What about this brand new hoverboard? And unfortunately, it's not drawn in the Back to the Future style. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah. Okay, you may know me too well, but I also know you, which means I can get through to you if I can just... And Darkwing gets knocked out of the building by another dodgeball. Oof, remind you of who you are. Of who I am? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got hit a few too many times there. <laughs> Then so, we see him running out of the building, and the rat catcher is outside waiting for him. Yep. Now, this is one of my big gripes here, because Darkwing and Launchpad arrived in the Thunderquack. So, as to yep. why the rat catcher is sitting outside of the school with his helmet sitting on the seat, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he has some sort of a remote control that he can call the rat catcher to him or something. Oh, yeah, like Batman style. <laughs> yeah. So he drives the rat catcher into the school, you know, dodging a bunch of uh, dodgeballs being thrown at him. And he grabs Goslin, jams a helmet on her head, and says, Never fear, little miss. Darkwing Duck has you now. Wait, I've heard that before. We have heard that before, haven't we, Tiff? <laughs> yep, it's directly from Darkly Dawns the Duck when he first grab, picks up Goslin to rescue her from Hoof and Mouth. Yep, I love that that callback is there. It it feels so right. Yep. So Darkwing drives off with uh, Goslin still under control, sitting behind him. Please excuse me for a moment, Dr. No Good. Oh, of course, take your time. I'll just condition my new army. <laughs> yeah. So Darkwing and Goslin are having a little bit of a, a fight on the rat catcher. We get a body punch sound effect, which is a little weird. <laughs> and what does Darkwing say here? That's the spirit I so came to admire. And she says spirit, which again, another Darkly Dawn's Duck callback. Yep. And yes, then, the pluck and spirit that touch the heart of the stoic sentinel of the shadows. And we see her eyes go back to normal now. Yep, and she hugs Darkwing. And we end with Darkwing and Goslin on the rat catcher with sunset behind them with the dialogue bubble. And now to take care of Dr. No Good, let's get dangerous together. Aww. <laughs> yeah, that is such a wholesome moment. And that is where we wrap the comic up. So, thoughts on this issue? Um, I really liked this one a lot. Obviously, <laughs> with the liquidator. 
Yeah. And yeah, um, really, you actually get more into like a solid plot here. Like it all was going somewhere, makes it so you're anticipating what's going to happen in the next issue. Yeah. And yeah, it was just fun. So what kind of rating would you give this one? I think I'm going to give it a four and a half. All right. Not bad. Not bad at all. So my thoughts on this one, I love this issue. This is the best issue that they've done so far. I'm hoping it gets better from here, but this is definitely the peak at the moment. I love that they got Liquidator just right. You know, almost every bit of dialogue, I can hear the characters actually saying yeah, there is more of a plot to this one. The sound effects, like the the weird sound effects, have been toned down. You know, there's still a couple inconsistencies. Goslin's still not using her full, you know, catchphrase. The weird random appearance of the rat catcher. You know, and I love the fact that we're not relying on model sheet stuff. Like even for Liquidator, who yeah. hadn't appeared yet, like none of the Liquidators. Uh, you know, stuff here, could I say, oh, I remember that pose from this episode. Yeah, other than you know, the it, statue. <laughs> other than the statue, but that was a direct callback, so that was, you know, more than okay, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely cool how they did him, because he's a character that you, I think you could definitely have a lot of artistic license with, and they totally took it. You know, the only uh, other gripe I would have is that Launchpad kind of appears to disappear after they crash into the building. I mean, he says something off screen, you know, when he says way to dodge DW. But aside from that, we don't see him at all. So that's a little weird. It feels like they mm -hmm. kind of pumpkined Launchpad a little bit for this. But again, it's it's forgivable. So... With all of the things that were great in this issue, I'm actually giving this one five. Nice. This is the first five I've given this comic, and I hope it's not going to be the last, because this was this was peak Darkwing Duck comic reading for this series. And if it continues to get better, we are in for one amazing trip. Yeah. Especially you since know, only one there's some five member left <laughs> which we may see in the next one i know the next issue he's actually going to be the action figure cover variant for that issue yeah you know so one has to suspect that we may be seeing him rear his head in that i haven't gotten any of the action figure ones i wish i did i i have the darkwing and the morgana i'm I still need to track down the bush route, the uh, the launch pad, and of course now the liquidator. But yeah, I do intend I to. Wish I had the Morgana and the liquidator one. Yeah, well, liquidator is still going to be easy enough for you to find, you know, since it's brand new. Uh, Morgana shouldn't be too hard either. Like the going rate for these is somewhere between ten to twenty bucks. 
Yeah. Which is a little much, but, you know, I think they're worth it since the action figure covers were some of the best looking covers. I mean, yeah, I that, and on that, very frequently all the time. Yeah. And I will say that's another little gripe I still have is that a lot of the covers still have been pretty rough. Yeah, you know, I got cover E. How about you? Actually, we have the same cover. Oh, <laughs> nice. The one where, uh, where that weirdly drawn Darkwing is at the bottom and Dr. No Good and his cat are above him. Yep. Yeah. Not I the re- cover I wanted. I would have preferred cover F, which had Liquidator front and center with Darkwing yeah. silhouette behind him. Yeah, I wanted that one, too. I The one that I like the least, though, is the A cover. I really did not like. <laughs> My friend bought that one, actually. I don't know why. <laughs> I Like, the place I went, they actually had the cover of Darkwing being stuffed into the locker and the Trish Forstner cover. You know, I, I probably should have grabbed one of those. Yeah, the, um, the cover Q, there's so many. <laughs> the Q- oh, yeah. Really nice. The Q too. and the the R one's really nice too, as well with Darkwing and the Quivering Quack. Oh yeah. Mhm. You know, but I can't wait to see how this uh, first uh, arc wraps up. I I think the the arc as a whole is called Foul Play. At least that's what they're titling the trade paperbacks. You know, the collections yeah. when they come out. I put in my order for all three of those uh, earlier today, actually. Nice. <laughs> Which means I'm actually in a position where I can give some uh, pricing on those, actually. <laughs> the uh, soft cover one is $20. The regular hardcover, I believe, is 30 or 35 And for $40, you'll be able to get the signed hardcover. I'm going to go right in the middle and get the $30 one. <laughs> I'm I've ordered all three. <laughs> nice. Well, I, like I said, I I kind of learned my lesson with not buying Darkwing uh trade collections with all the Boom and Joe books ones, so yeah. I'm not getting uh not getting left out again. <laughs> uh so any more thoughts on this issue or have we pretty much uh, covered this one? I think we got it. All right. Uh, any uh, shout outs you want to give? For uh, for this week. Say that again. Any shout outs you want to give for this week? Um, no, maybe a shout out to Duck Talk since I noticed them <laughs> so much in the comic series. Yeah, well. Yep. Yeah, I guess shout out to Duck Talks. I actually do have a couple shout outs I want to give. They're both uh, birthday shout outs. First off, I want to give a special birthday shout out to uh, our own uh, co-founder, Mike Russo, who had a birthday uh, this past week. So happy birthday, Mike. We miss you, buddy. Happy birthday. Yep. And... I also want to give a birthday shout out to Jonathan Beltran, whose birthday was just a couple days ago. So happy birthday to you, sir. Stay dangerous. (laughs) 
Uh, one last thing before we start uh, doing our wrap up, uh, we do have one announcement to make, and I wanted to save this towards the end of this one, but after this episode is dropped, you'll notice the St. Canard Files is actually going to switch to a bi-weekly format, so you'll get an episode every other week. All right. So, Yeah. We'll still be uh, bringing you great content, you know, and we'll still be active on all our social medias, but I, it was a decision we came to that that's the best way to preserve the longevity of the podcast because it is a little hard to bring things every week, you know, especially when we're, we're only down to like comic book reviews and the occasional non-Darkwing episode to review as well. Yep. Uh, so we are the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. You can find us on all podcast apps as well as uh, YouTube. Uh, anywhere the folks can uh, find you uh, that you want to mention? Or... Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram at Tiffany Silverbron and on YouTube at um, Radioactivity. And I have my two YouTube channels, DMC Jedi Man and DMC Jedi Man Gaming. Uh, but thank you again for, for listening to this episode. And until next time, stay dangerous and try not to run afoul of any uh, dancing uh, anthropomorphic surfboards. <laughs> Bye.